Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Travel Agent Podcast. I am so excited for you to hear this guest. I've been trying to get him on the show for a very long time. We finally found our schedules to link up today, so uh, it's going to be a treat. And I'm going to let him introduce himself. So thank you so much, Lynn, for having me here. I'm finally glad after six months of trying. We tried it in January. It only happened in July. Um, but yes, but I'm Eric Rubant, uh, the founder and owner and still lead agent of Sire Travel, um, where I'm headquartered in New York. I operate out of the Zell Travel slash Travel Leaders offices. Um, and I am quarantining at my home and office in Kennebunkport, Maine. So I've been here for about since the beginning of March now. So. I'm not complaining about it. Nice. So I ask all of my guests the same first question. How did you get into travel? So as most, as everyone I've ever met in life, it happened by accident. Um, I was born and raised in Queens, New York, and um, I always had to work. So I um, always had a day job and I went to school at night. So I was actually training to be a social worker, uh, but I did, you know, I did, you know, a full, all of my classes at nighttime. And at the time, my mother was a nanny. And the woman that she worked for, um, uh, her travel agent needed uh, basically a secretary. So this is back in 1997, when there were still paper tickets, and there was a lot more administrative work. Um, so that's how I started. It happened by accident. So I worked basically, you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five, I went to school at night. And I started out from the very bottom. So quote unquote, back in the day when it was paper tickets, you know, it was basically like typing, typing in a typewriter, um, you know, everyone's name on it, sending them out. It was a very manual job because, you know, you had to literally FedEx tickets or UPS them and have the messenger and answering the phones. So I literally started from the bottom up. And then after a few years working in travel, I am worked for, I, I started working for a woman who's an ind, who was an independent contractor, meaning she had her own business within a larger company. Um, and I was the assistant office manager at that point. And I was in charge of, once again, all of like the administrative duties for the office. And um, I wanted to be more of an agent. And um, she was great to work for. And um, I helped her build her business. And, you know, after, you know, being on the phone for a couple of days, um, I was, I, I, people sort of liked me and trusted me. Um, and I'm good on the phone. I'm good in email. Um, and the rest is history. So fast forward to 2020, um, you know, I'm 43. I've been doing this my entire adult life. And I, you know, and I've owned my own business of Sire Travel, uh, exactly seven years ago now. Um, and the woman I worked for, uh, she retired in 2012. So I basically bought her book of business, which I helped create, and then I rebranded it. Awesome. So you are, you've been in the game a long time. <laughs> yes, my entire adult life. Um, and it's very funny. I always joke, you know, having all that social work training, you know, social workers basically teach you, um, it's, it's really customer service. <laughs> so um, that comes in handy. 
And um, the most important thing that I want to say right off the bat on this podcast is I always tell anyone, I tell my staff and I tell anyone who wants to get into the business, it's great if you want to travel. It's great if you like to travel. That's fantastic. But at the but first and foremost, you work in a service industry. So Sire Travel is a service company and the service we provide is travel services. So I think that's very important for anyone starting out. Um, it's okay to want to you know, go on free trips and you know, you know, to win on Instagram, but at the end of the day, you need to be there for your clients nonstop and be their advocate. And you have segued us into the very first question of what do you wish someone would have told you uh, when you first started that would be super helpful and kind of have maybe moved you through the business quicker? Yeah, that's, that's, no one's asked me that question. It's actually a really smart question. Thank you. Um, you know, I don't know. I, the only thing, you know, I started out by accident in this job and I didn't realize, you know, I still thought I'd, I'd do, this would be my day job and then I, you know, go into my field that I was going to, you know, social work. Um, but what I didn't realize back then was that travel is huge. It's a multi-trillion dollar worldwide business and there's so many facets. So, you know, I happen to own a travel agency, a concierge agency, and we do, you know, most, we do like say 75% corporate travel and 25% high end leisure travel, but there's so many avenues. And, you know, the more that you network and talk to people and interview people, the more you realize what's out there. So it really is the kind of thing where there's so many opportunities, you know, even if you work five years as a travel agent, and then you want to move into say, you know, sales or, or guiding tours or really anything, um, you know, now in just this day and age, especially now with COVID, you can work anywhere. You know, I could be talking to you from the middle of Europe. You wouldn't know. Um, so it's very easy to kind of make your own schedule and own life as well. That is the truth, especially during COVID. <laughs> I was hoping to be quarantined in Mexico. It didn't really work out <laughs> for me, but it's the truth. So <clears throat> what is something that you feel like you might have failed at in the beginning or didn't work out so well for you in the beginning that you have feel like you've mastered at this point? Um, a couple of things. I am ridiculously optimistic. I am always half glass full. That's just my personality. I, you know, I really believe when you wake up in the morning, you have the choice of focusing on the negative or the positive. So while I'm not always poly sunshine, um, you know, I make an effort to be a positive person and really find, um, you know, like the silver lining in everything, even during this COVID time. The one thing that has sort of been, um, Something that I, I um, wish I, I knew more was really to be yourself. You know, like I sort of, you know, felt like, oh, I, you know, I don't have an MBA or I don't have, a, you know, a super formal education. Um, and I always felt like I was a little too rough around the edges. And um, I finally realized after a while that that's actually what made me me. So when I stopped trying to use big words and stopped trying to like sound like a robot or talk with a script, when I talk to new clients or prospective new clients or anyone, um, I realized, you know, I am my own brand. Um, and so I, 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 I had that chip on my shoulder is, is now gone. So it's really to just sort of talk from the heart when you're talking to people about what you do. Um, nobody really cares what you do. They want to know what you can do for them. So I find that if you sort of talk 
um, in storytelling. So if someone says, oh, you're a travel agent or travel agents don't exist, rather than say, of course we exist, you know, I'll just say, you know, oh, we exist. And then I'll immediately go into a very short story about how I save the day for somebody. Because immediately then that kind of grabs them and, um, you know, you can continue the conversation and they're going to remember. You are absolutely right again. It's about, you know, it's, you're doing something, creating a service for someone else. And I think a lot of the times it, it is me, 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 me. So that is brilliant advice. Thank you. <laughs> so um, I want to know a little bit more about you um, and yep. how you were able um, to create this wonderful business and where it all came from when you decided seven years ago that you were going to step out on your own. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to be long-winded here, so feel free to cut me off anytime. No worries. I grew up you know, very poor in Queens, New York. My mother was a single mother who worked her ass off, and I was a latchkey kid. So I came home from school every day, um, and I'd watch Oprah. So from like a little seven-year-old kid, Oprah was my babysitter at four o'clock every day. Um, and I knew being a kid, I did not like being poor. Like I knew having like, you know, one pair of sneakers to last a year um, and never going out to eat or anything else was not what I wanted. So I was very aware from that early point on, I needed to make sure that I did something. I remember the end of the Oprah show, she always had Harpo Studios. So that's her company, um, which Oprah backwards. So from a little from a little seven-year-old kid, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a company one day and call it Sire, which is Eric backwards. So I didn't know what that company was going to be, but I knew when I had a company, it'd be called Sire, whatever that is. Um, so that's sort of how I started off when I was seven. You know, then fast forward to my, when I was like 20, I guess it was, or 21, I started working in a travel agency. Um, and one thing led to another. I was also very lucky. So I worked for a woman named Marie McGregor at MMG Travel, and she's now retired. And she really was like a second mother to me. So she taught me pretty much everything that I know. And she really helped me, you know, run the business with her. So I wasn't just servicing the clients. She incorporated me into everything that she did, the good, bad, and the ugly. So, you know, and with her, we lived through 9-11 and the big New York blackout and everything else. So I really had hands-on training. I always like to say that I, it was sort of like the bartender behind the bar, you know, where, you know, you're, you're in the place every day and you're like, well, if this was my business, I do things differently. So when she was ready to retire, I knew that I'd buy her book of business um, and rebrand it my way. So I will say that I probably had it much easier because it wasn't a startup. The clients already knew me. We already had staff, uh, but it really was kind of saying, okay, here, you know, we're no longer MMG travel. We're now Sire travel. Here's what that means. Um, and then growing from there, you know, my, my goal is to do $50 million in sales a year. That's my big goal for my business. And last year I did just about 19. So like, you know, I do have visions of, of grandeur um, and I want to make an impact. Um, and I really love being able to hire people and give other people livelihood and COVID notwithstanding, I have an amazing team of 12. Um, and, you know, I want that to double and triple. Um, and that's sort of what motivates me to not just helping clients, but also making sure that I cultivate a place where people genuinely like being. I love it. So when you took over that book of business, what did you to kind of decide that you were going to do differently that kind of sets you apart? So, I mean, so this was, so when I started the business, it was, you know, early 2013. And um, so my old boss didn't 
advertise and we had a good we had we had good business um but i was imagine if we you know advertise i'm using air quotes um what would that be and sort of just from my own trial and error i realized that most people as you said yourself don't even know the travel agents exist or what we do um and i see i talked to so many other travel agents peers of mine people that are older younger in all walks of life and everybody you know complains about Oh, the internet or, you know, people don't book through me. And I, without sounding like a jerk, it's, it's kind of their fault. You know, part of marketing is telling people <laughs> what you do and how you do it. Um, and if someone doesn't know about you, then that's kind of your fault. <laughs> so I really, you know, that's why I keep going back to storytelling. So in everything that you do, you really need to tell the story about what you do and how you you know, save people's day. And it doesn't have to be some, you know, grand thing where you spend a lot of money. It could just be your own social media where when, you know, when you have a client who missed the flight and you got them the last seat on the next flight, so they got home to their kids that night, that's a perfect marketing story telling someone how you saved the day. Or, you know, if someone sends you a thank you and they check into the hotel and they were upgraded, that's a great way to market yourself. So I really think that travel agents, no matter how, where you fall, um, it's really your job to tell your story um, and tell, and, you know, tell people what, what value you bring because they don't know. Um, and you can't be bitter about that. You can't be mad. If your best friend books on orbits rather than you, you know, you're not telling the story to your own best friend. Um, and I think now is, you know, now with COVID and hopefully if we come out of this mess sooner than later, um, people really want people. They want someone to hold their hand. And I also think, you know, people that are considered smaller businesses, even like myself, People, that, that's on brand right now. People want to help small business. People want to help people. So I keep saying, when you use Sire Travel, you know, you're supporting me and Nikki and Robin and Esther um, and providing for their families as well. So there's nothing wrong with, you know, any of the online websites or the big box stores. But when you work with a concierge service like Sire, you know, we have your back and you kind of have our back too because we're able to sort of live our lives and pay our bills because of you. So. I love it. So that takes us to COVID-19. Um, yeah. What are some of the things that you're doing um, to keep yourself sane <laughs> and <Cool>. also <laughs> um, to, to position yourself when this is, is over? Yep. So at five o'clock, I have a gin and tonic. And then at six o'clock, I start with a bottle of wine. So that keeps me sane. <laughs> um, I also live near the beach, so I can kind of go to the beach <laughs> for a walk. But um, in all seriousness, yeah, staying sane, I'm not sure I, I qualify to speak intelligently about that one. But um, COVID-19 is, it, can, it came out of nowhere. You know, like in January, I was thinking about hiring new people. And then all of a sudden, by the end of February, I was thinking, oh crap, I'm going to have to start furloughing people. Um, and, and that broke my heart. So it's kind of been this reset. You know, I also, we also were so busy at the beginning of COVID because we had clients all over the world, in both in business and vacation um, uh, vacations and, and business travel that we had to get home or, you know, people that were on a three week honeymoon, we had to basically cut their honeymoon short and get them home and do everything. So, you know, all of March was sort of like a blur. I felt like I didn't know if it was what time of day it was because we were working 24 seven. Um, and then unfortunately I did have to furlough most of my staff. I still have a staff of three as opposed to a staff of 12. Um, so that was very challenging having to tell someone that, you know, 
literally overnight, there, 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 there's no cash flow. Um, however, what I will say is that I have not scaled back on my marketing. So luckily I had a little bit of savings. I had, you know, I had like a marketing savings account. Um, so I'm still making sure that my website is up to date. I'm doing SEO. I'm posting everywhere because more than ever, I think people need to know that, you know, if you book with a company like Sire Travel, we have your back. So if your flight's canceled or you're delayed or you're stranded, you can call us at three o'clock in the morning and we'll be there to answer the phone, even if it's not me personally. Um, you'll never be stranded somewhere. Um, you'll always be able to get to your meetings, get home from your meetings. You know, and if you have a vacation that goes wrong or you need an advocate, you have someone there. So I think now is the perfect time to just basically, once again, I sound like a broken record right now, but just storytell on how you're saving the day. You know, and while we can't compare to, you know, necessarily like, nurses and doctors and first responders you know we had we had a, a honeymoon couple who um it was you know the afternoon for us and it was the middle of the night for them and we learned they were in thailand we learned that thailand was closing down in 24 hours i mean we literally just had to book them on a flight we you know they weren't answering their cell phones so we literally had to do all of this so when they woke up in the morning these poor people were kind of like crap, we can't go on. We need to literally pack our bags and get to the airport. I mean, we did that all for them. Had they not known, by the time they woke up and watched the news, they would have been stuck in Thailand because we literally got them on you know, the last two seats and one of the last flights out kind of a thing. So you know, those sort of stories where if they were doing this on their own, God knows the sort of trouble they would have been in. And, you know, and on the corporate side at the beginning of this, we had one of our clients, um, they had 45 employees in Abu Dhabi and they had to get all 45 people back to the US. And um, within a two hour time frame, we were able to make sure that everybody had um, a flight out and got home and we were with them every step of the way. So, you know, um, really just talk about what you do, write down what you do throughout the day. And even if you don't find it interesting, you know, other people may. I love that so much because um, customer service and articulating the value, that's part of the reason why I created the podcast because um, like I told you, somebody suggested it to me and I was like, travel agents don't exist. <laughs> it's not a real thing. It's not a real career. Found out that it is, but it's mainly because um, I feel like we don't articulate our value very well. Yep. I and I love the way that you do it by storytelling. It is. It feels natural. It's not yucky and salesy. Like I'm not yucky and salesy. You know, I'm a New Yorker. We're, you know, sort of like I don't mince my words. I'm rough around the edges. And I think people kind of relate with that. Um, I also work damn hard for all of my clients. Um, and, you know, when I'm doing a new client intake, depending on, on how I feel their personality is, I'll tell them they're lucky to have us. You know, at the end of the phone call, I'll be like, you know, well, I'm so happy to work with you and help you fulfill all of your dreams and aspirations when it comes to travel. I'm like, you are now working with Eric and Sire and the best team in the business. We have your back. So just about they even have us, I think, you know, it's sort of a fine line between confidence and cocky. So, and, and I'm not <laughs> saying I'm good at, uh, at 
you know, either of those. But, um, you know, you really do have to make sure that people want to work with you. It's just the same reason why someone will buy, you know, a $300 Gucci t-shirt versus a $5 one at Target, you know? You have to sort of like create the desire, create the feeling. Um, and, you know, people can book travel anywhere, but you want to make sure that they're able to book with you. Um, so you're the product, you're the brand. Um, and you have to make sure if you have a team that they reflect that brand as well because people are purchasing because they like you and trust you. And that's very important. And for me, that was all trial and error. I had no marketing background. I mean, technically, I'm a high school dropout. I got my GED. You know, and even though I was in school to be a social worker, I never finished. I dropped out of college before it ended. So I have no formal um, business training, no MBA. It was just literally all trial and error. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've made, I've had a lot of successes, um, but COVID notwithstanding, COVID notwithstanding rather, you know, I make as much as a lawyer. So it really is just a matter of kind of finding your niche and finding what you're good at. Um, you know, and don't be afraid of learning a GDS. Don't be afraid of Sabre or Amadeus. Um, it's really not a big, bad machine. It's a tool that will help you make money and service people. You know, don't be afraid of, you know, if you can afford it, you know, getting a small business loan to create a killer website and get your SEO going so people can find you. You know, you do have to spend money. I know everyone is like, oh, you know, taking a, a business loan. You know, it's, it's sort of a necessary evil sometimes if you want to start a business, but it will come back to you if you can kind of like always remember the big picture. I love it so much. I was going to ask you, tell us one of your secrets and you told us several. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but once again, going back really, SEO, search engine optimization, is so, so important. You really need to have a great website where people can find you. And so if someone is searching, you know, travel agency um, or corporate travel or vacation travel, whatever it is, they can find you. You know, sort of like hashtags for the web minus the hashtag. So that's very important. You pay attention to SEO. It's a little bit confusing, but talk to people who know about it. Make sure that there's keywords. Make sure that you're always writing content. So even if you can't afford to hire someone to write for you, like you mentioned a virtual assistant in our pre-phone call, you know, you could always find someone for a small amount of money that can write an article for you that keeps your website current. You know, and you know, if you want to sell Mexico or if you want to sell Brazil or sell Italy, write about those names. So people find it. They that they know you're an expert. Um, and yes, there's costs associated with it, but it really does, you know, the more you put out, the more you get. So I really can't enough. People have to be able to find you. Um, and, you know, depending on where you live, Google knows where you are. So, you know, if you're in New York City and someone Googles travel agency, you know, there's you can find me because there's a lot of people. But if you're in like a smaller state or a smaller city, and if someone's in your own city, make sure they can at least find you. Start there and then branch on. Such great advice. So what I want to know is yep. what do you have on the horizon? What is something that you're super excited about? Because um, you'd said that, you know, glass half full and we're still in the throes of COVID. So I'm looking uh, for some of your bright shininess to, to rub off on me. <laughs> Thank you. I'll try. Some days are hard. Some days are easy. You know, my main goal right now is to, my current staff is to really get them back up at a salary that was pre-COVID um, and then to hire back everyone that I've had a furlough. So that's really my, my main thing is to get everybody back. Um, and, you know, I'm hoping, I'm, I think most of the clients I service on the corporate side are still around. Um, 
And I also, you know, not, not to go on another tangent, I apologize, but I lived through the 2008-2009 um, economic crisis. And a lot of companies went under or they literally had to lay off a lot of people. All of those people have to go somewhere. So if you're a corporate travel agent now or you have some corporate clients, you're in vacation clients, stay in touch with them as much as you can, especially on LinkedIn and other social media ways. Because, you know, if they were laid off from a company, they have to go somewhere else eventually, right? Get a new job, start their own company. And if they have to travel, you want them to call you and be like, hey, I worked with a great travel agent at my last company. And um, in 2008, 2009, there was a big, you know, dip because of the economy. But then two years later, we had a boom because every a boom because everybody went somewhere else started calling us. So while we may have lost two or three accounts, we gained, you know, 30 because of all of the fruit of the tree. Um, so that's important to really think now with COVID, you know, keep, uh, keep up on your LinkedIn, keep up with all of your clients, not in a pushy way, but, you know, if you think about it, how many, when, you, when I look at my Gmail account, you know, Macy's emails me every day. I don't need to hear from Macy's every day, but I do. So, you know, at least having touch points with your clients on a monthly or quarterly basis, um, if that's through an email or social media just so you're always top of mind. And, you know, like I'm part of the Signature Travel Network and they produce this beautiful magazine that's white labeled. So it says Sire Travel on it. So anyone that I've ever planned a trip with still gets this quarterly magazine. Um, you know, and don't be afraid to kind of just reach out and say hi to somebody. I know that sounds weird in this day and age, but with COVID especially, doing handwritten cards or just sending a quick email to just say hello to people, it really is, um, it really is a lifeline. Um, and um, as for me, the only travel that I personally plan right now is to explore northern Maine. And um, Miraval just opened a new location in the Berkshires in, um, in New York. So I'd like to go, uh, and Massachusetts, so I'd like to actually go to the, uh, to the new Miraval, which um, opens next week. And I hope to go in um, the end of the year. And um, yeah, I had a great trip to France planned for this year, which I'm not doing next year and some other stuff. So I'm not afraid to get on a plane or travel at all. I think the public's some of the safest places to be right now because everyone's so hyper vigilant to keep people healthy. So um, I think if you're, you know, check with your doctor, but, you know, get out and go. And I really hope that as I get back on the road, I can start talking about it more, storytelling about it so people hopefully feel safe. Um, but I just, I keep on LinkedIn. I, I recently <laughs> uh, wrote a, a little piece about like, you know, don't call it a comeback, kind of like LL Cool J. <laughs> um, so I'm like, we're not going anywhere. Like we're still here. Um, we're still fighting, right? And we're still fighting to be relevant and to make sure that people know we exist. So um, while it's not a super sexy way to answer your question, you know, for me, just to get my staff back and to make sure that people um, nowhere out there is what motivates me as dorky as that sounds. It's not dorky. I love it so much. You have been such an amazing guest. You Thank gave you. us so many, so many gems, so many gems. Um, and I hope to have you on again so you can tell us how your travels went. I look forward to uh, reading your short stories and in <laughs> and, and your storytelling because you, you do it so well. Thank you. And that's a skill that you can learn. Um, but storytelling, it, it, it changes the conversation. It makes people comfortable. And even just sitting here having this conversation with you was so easy. This interview was awesome. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. And, you know, I really like to champion others. I really like talking to other people in travel, hoping to inspire them. So anyone listening, you know, Eric Ruban, Sire Travel, C-I-R-E Travel. Check me out online. Send me a message. I'm happy to talk and help. And um, I'm even thinking about starting like a mentorship program myself, just because I feel like I can bring value to other people that may need a little bit of mindset training or marketing training. Um, or just someone to sort of hold their hand as they start their own business. Or a podcast. Um, and I know somebody yeah. who's actually, you know, in into that right now. So if that's something you're looking at, let me know. Yes. Because um, yes. <laughs> I think well, your see, podcast we'll see, will be awesome. Resonate with this and we'll take it from there. But, and thank you for all you're doing too. You're doing really great work getting the word out there. Um, and you have so much on your plate already. The fact that you're still doing this is commendable. So go Lynn. Well, thank you. All of his information will be in his blog post. And uh, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. This was such a great episode, but it also reminded me that if you are a travel professional and you are trying to figure out how you can pivot and how you can be productive and something that will um, set your agency apart, podcasting is a wonderful platform to engage your ideal client, to keep um to keep in contact with them and to keep you front of mind. So if you have been trying to figure out what you can be doing right now and what would be beneficial, let's chat about you starting your podcast. The Travel Agent's Guide to Starting, Launching, and Growing a Podcast is available. And right now, because it is a beta course, it is going to be 50% off. So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast and think it might be beneficial for your business while you build authority and engage with your ideal audience, please let me know. I would love to help. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.